So you want to rock an aesthetics career? <laughs> yes, please. Welcome to a brand new episode of Illuminating the Path, where you'll get your weekly shot of real career direction. And maybe a little tea. I'm Patty. Marissa here. Coming straight to you from the world's beauty mecca. LA, baby. Illuminating the Path starts now. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back. Patty Rapper here, wanting to just share a little more knowledge with you. It's such a good thing, you know, when we get a chance to really pick the brains of our favorite people and our, you know, practitioners and just all the good knowledge that's out there just sitting there waiting for you guys to just absorb. And um, I'm especially excited today because we get to chat with a lovely young lady. Um, she doesn't know this yet, but I am going to kind of give her some backstory on how I even found her um, and how I got to kind of follow her path. And I'm just so impressed by what she's done with her, her practice and her career. Um, and, you know, it, we just got to find out all about it. And we want to share it with you guys. Lovely Marissa with us today. Welcome back. Good morning. Welcome, Tenley. Nice to meet you. And Tenley Starr, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you so much for having me. This is going to be fun today. I'm excited. <laughs> so much fun. So we're going to kick things off with just a little bit of just backstory because I feel like that's probably the best thing for all of us to like just kind of know about each other. So you originated, I think, well, I don't know if you originated like fully, fully into aesthetics um, in, in the um, years past working at uh, Kalology in Thousand Oaks, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but Marissa and I also worked there like way before you did. And so I think I found you online. Um, I don't know who one of my old clients or someone was saying to me that they were coming to see you. And, um, and I'm like, well, who's this? I want to find out all about her. And so I started looking you up online and kind of watching your, you know, Instagram and all of that. And I'm like, wow, this girl's a rock star. I think that the first thing that caught my eye was that you had your own product line, which we're going to talk about here in just a bit. Um, but tell us, tell us your story. How did you, how did you get into aesthetics? What was appealing? I know you, you have really good, you know, family ties to it too. Yes. Um, actually, I didn't know that about you girls. That's really cool. Um, so I, my dad's a plastic surgeon, Dr. Starr in Ventura County. Um, he sold his private practice. He did his private practice for a little over 25 years in Oxnard, sold it. Now he's chief of plastics at Ventura County Medical Center. Um, and that's the county hospital in Ventura. So in high school, I kind of didn't know what I want. I really wanted to be like the weather girl. I took geography. I did really bad in geography. I was like, I don't know if I should do this. Started working for my dad. And I was like, okay, I really want to be a nurse. And he pretty much started because back it was 2004 aesthetics, like wasn't really a thing. It was like your plastic right. surgeon that was injecting, mm -hmm. uh, but he hired a nurse and she started getting into it. And I'm like, what is that? I, I want to do it. Um, so I went to nursing school, graduated, thought I'd be working with my dad. And my dad was like, no, go get some experience. This is not something that you should start with. You need to have the true fundamentals of nursing. Um, so I decided to work in the emergency room. He sold his private practice, picked up that contract at Ventura. And I worked with him in the ER for about three years in the trauma center. And that wow. was amazing. I'm mm. um, just working beside my dad, seeing everything that he did, teaching the residents. I learned so much. I learned a lot about myself. I really pushed myself to the limits um, and got pregnant with my first child. And I was like, okay, I kind of want to change my pace a little bit. I still love the aesthetic industry. 
Um, and I was like, I'm going to try to get, try to get back into it. So I did it without my dad's help. I just went around to different places and I was like, hire me, hire me for free. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I'll start doing lasers. And, um, that's pretty, pretty much what happened. I worked for, um, a med spa and they were like, okay, let's, let's just give you a, a shot and see, you know, if you can do some lasers and I was trained in lasers and I slowly just started practicing a little bit more in injecting. And I've always done, um, Botox on myself. So I did kind of already have a little bit of a background in it. And I worked at, um, the place in Simi Valley. And then I went to Clology in Thousand Oaks and I had a really great run there. And I was offered a position to open up my own med spa in Westlake yeah. College at Spa Relay. So I, um, my husband and I sat down, we really thought about it. So we knew it was going to be, um, a big endeavor, um, just seeing my family own their private practice for plastics. I knew it was going to be a lot and I needed help. Um, and we, we opened up last July. Congratulations. I am just so impressed by how, and I say this all the time. I'm, you know, always in big, huge favor of like nurses, breaking through to the other side, which is like the entrepreneurial side. Um, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of, you know, headaches, but there's so much reward to having your own gig, your own branding, your own product lines. Tell us about your product lines. That's so exciting. Yeah. So, um, my dad had a chemist that he worked with, um, back in the day and, um, she approached me said, why don't you think about, you know, starting your own skincare line? I said, yeah, I'd like love to learn more about the skin. Um, but I, I need some help about it first. I need someone to teach me, um, the ins and outs about how the cells turn over, how often they turn over. So I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of that. I did a lot of training. My dad taught me a lot. I'd go over there every Sunday. He'd do little PowerPoints and say, this is how the skin works. This is what you need. This is what you need to do in your twenties. 30s, 40s, and above. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all on Obagi back in the day, like in mm-hmm. 2004, yeah. blast our skin out with retinase and retinols. Be on this for the rest of your life. Your skin will constantly turn over and you'll look beautiful and shiny and glassy and no freckles. And um, kind of, we're kind of steering away from that now. And we're trying to more just repair, uh, repair the, the dent or make your skin healthy, you know? So, I decided to develop a skincare line that wasn't aggressive. It was more of let's just keep your skin health strong. So the rays don't break in and start breaking down your skin, keep your skin just healthy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Adding too much on your skin can actually compromise your skin. Bless you. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. No, you're fine. And then just lead to like inflammation of the skin because you're putting on a vitamin C, vitamin E, hyaluronic acid. So this skincare line that I created is very basic. It's plant-based. It's, it's more of the natural um, skincare line. Um, I'm in the works right now, developing one with my father. Um, and this is going to be re- really good because we're going to, we're going to do a lot of education together and talk about inflammation and more is not better. And just keep your skin healthy. You know, everyone actually really does have good skin. We just, we don't need to compromise it by putting so much stuff on there. Mm-hmm. It actually make, makes it worse. So what are your thoughts on that, Marissa? Because we talk about retinols a lot and 
it, you know, we're, we do a lot of lasers, so it's kind of counter, counter, you know, indication. So we, we do have to educate our clients. Yeah, yeah. I think less is more, definitely less is more. And I think that, I mean, patients that I see get really overwhelmed with what products to put on. They, they see ads all the time on social media and commercials. They don't know. So I think educating and um, going to, I, I talk a lot about research and scientific uh, evidence of why this certain ingredient is good for your skin. Not so much, you know, does it smell good? Is a celebrity endorsing it? That um, I have those conversations a lot with my patients about, you know, let's look at what you're using, what might not be working for you. Let's try adding one at a time and see how you do. But everybody's skin's so different. And just because you know, a certain celebrity promotes a product or even your best friend uses a product and they have, um, they're getting good results from it. It might not be for your skin. So Tenley, when you're, when you're talking about the, the line that you're producing or that you have produced, um, you are trying to get people to responsibly use more, you know, use retinol, not overdo it. Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I love retinol. We're not yeah. coming out with a retinol, but it might be, we might come out with one in the future, but I agree. It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And what works with, you know, for your, for your girlfriend or for the person that's pushing it out, it could look really good for them. Their skin's at a different stage. They, they might be more compromised than you. They might have more skin damage than you. They get that amazing before and after, mm-hmm. um, but it is not for everybody. So we we're trying to come up with a, a program that's simple and um, non-irritating for just the majority of the skin types out there. And then once you go see your practitioner, that's when you get the prescription of the retinols or maybe the high dose of vitamin C, Um, but everyone's at different stages. And especially our patients now, some of them are pregnant. Some of them are trying to get pregnant. They don't, they don't, they're not going to be on a retinol, you know, they need to wait to after they've done breastfeeding and stuff like that. So um, yeah, we're just trying to we're just trying to educate just like what you girls were saying, like not one product's meant for, for everybody, you know? Exactly. And I think that that's what we run into a lot is um, there is a trend out there of, you know, just happy, you know, retinol use and all of that. And it, it's great, but they don't always know that they have to exfoliate and they have to kind of help the skin do that whole turnover. It's not just about putting on the creams and taking a break from it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What do you, Tenley, what ingredient or product, one of your products, um, are you loving right now or that your patients are seeing really good results with? Hyaluronic acid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My number one product I recommend it to everybody. Um, we're in, in the works right now of developing one. It's, it's my go-to. It's the only thing that's really going to hydrate the skin. It's, it's natural. It's just putting back what you've lost. I always recommend adding a little mist of water to really Mm -hmm. deliver it into the skin prior to adding your hyaluronic acid. I put it on after my makeup, not really for the effects of the hyaluronic acid, just for my makeup to look dewy. Mm -hmm. I just, it's my go-to. I put it on my arms after the shower. I don't dry off all the way. I apply it back on, you know, just for extra hydration So I would say that's my one go-to product that I would recommend to pretty much all of my patients. I hear it's great for your hair too. I've been actually thinking about putting it in my hair and like letting, because apparently it really fuels like the protein and all that. So I'm, I'm actually, you know, going to get some for my hair, which, you know, 
<laughs> you should come out with a hair product, Patty. Right, I should. Hey, <laughs> I'll buy it. <laughs> what are some of the things that you, that we always like to talk about, you know, the good, but also the bad on this, yeah. you know, little podcast of ours. And one of the things that, you know, we tend to really shed some light on are the challenges. What are some of the things that you've encountered over the years? I'm always hit with challenges mm-hmm. as a business <laughs> <Never>. owner. <laughs> Um, my husband, that would be a good question for my husband. Cause he always gets earful at the end of the night, you know, you get the happy Tenley during the day. And then you come home and you're like, ah, this, that, this, um, so probably a lot of people, uh, I, I get a lot of like, oh no, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. Don't, don't do that. And then, then I'm like, oh, I gotta try to do that. You know, now I have to, I just got to try it. And, um, so it's the uncertainty and you just need to kind of see it for yourself. Yeah, I would say that the um, the hardest time for me was leaving my last in, in injection job mm-hmm. and starting my own company. Mm-hmm. And from my, my, my previous job, just you'll never be able to do it. Or just like the, the lack of support. confidence. Yeah, it, it knocked me down and I'm, I've always been very confident and, and I got that from working in the emergency room after doing that for three years in trauma. I'm like, if I could do this, run this show here, I, I could, I feel like I could run anything. So I always came in with a lot of confidence into the aesthetic world, but I got, I got knocked down a, a good bit from, um, previous employers, just not, you know, and not, it, it, it really, it set me back a bit. And I kind of had to like rethink like, wait, no, I can do this. And I think I'm, I'm going to try to do it. And um, I'm going to work around these challenges to make sure I can open up, you know, my own spot. So it's that. And then it's also the monthly thing, you know, you, you have em- employees and things, mm-hmm. business, business stuff that, that comes up, that creates a challenge um, just to keep the doors open. COVID was a challenge. COVID was a challenge. Yeah. I, mean, I opened up and then COVID hit three, cut three weeks later or something like that. So it was like, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, and then the negativity that came with, um, you know, reopening during, you know, towards the end of COVID and the nasty messages that you get or um, just, yeah, the, the, the downside of social media when you're on social media, like, um, so it's, a, it's that it's, it's a constant thing that you're always just kind of battling. And the, the only thing that really keeps me going is my husband, because I could talk to him about it. And my office manager, Kelly, who's also one of my best friends, she just is my backbone during the day. Like, and it helps. It helps. Yeah. It's so important to have that support system and that great team around you supporting you. Yeah, absolutely. We're um, well, I'm sorry that you, you had such pushback, you know, trying to get out on your own. Um, I feel like that's kind of the common thread is, you know, to discourage at a lack, I think there's just lack of understanding that there's enough business out there and there's enough opportunity for everyone. And so I feel like um, coming from the business side, because that's my my role in all of this. Um, I feel like a lot of us on the business side are like, no, we can't, we can't have our our people go and start their own thing because that's going to compete and all that. And I, I feel like there's a bigger opportunity for us to support each other and to really be that network because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, uh, there's just so many things that 
you you truly truly need support on um, to be able to succeed in this space. Mm-hmm. And so, if the game plan is to isolate yourself, you know, or try to, or, or even on the other side, if a nurse goes out on her own and isolates herself and doesn't have that um, that community around her, you know, it's it's just again, it's it's so necessary to have the community around you on a business level, on a technical level, on you know, a product development level, on all these different levels. I can't tell you how many times I've had nurses even, um, you know, just they, they get a little bit kind of prima donna and even they'll they'll burn their bridges and then they'll come to us and they'll be like, tell us why they burned their bridges at their last job. And we're like, you know, it's not a good situation. We literally, I mean, we're in LA and, and you know, when you're in Ventura, but it's all kind of a small community when it comes down to this. Yes. And so as an employer, I do my best to not discourage anyone from going after it um, on a healthy level, you know, on a very upright, true, transparent level. But I also know that, you know, the other side of it can get a little bit tricky with, you know, just it's it's kind of it can be a little catty sometimes. So I'm sorry that you went through that because it's incredibly um, it is hard to break through those mental, you know, messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it sounds like you're doing amazing and doing so good at really balancing. Like we always talk about at work, especially, you know, we're all women, um, the work-life balance, you have little ones at home. I do. I have a four-year-old and then my youngest just turned one a couple of weeks ago. Mm. So yeah, it's definitely, it's, yeah, it's about, it's the balance and it's, um, a group effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's fun and it's rewarding. Yeah, I bet it is. And that's the thing too, that I, I say so much is, I don't know. I find like I've, my, mine are all grown up, but I, um, I'm more about like, if you can control your schedule and you can control how much money you make, because it's really in your power mm-hmm. and you can have the choice to, you know, really be home for your kids and, you know, just manage the, the workflow then you're so much further ahead of the game than, you know, what a J-O-B can offer. And so I feel like that's, you're really the the epitome and you're showing up that way and what it looks like to be an entrepreneur, to be a practitioner and to be a mommy and a wife. And it's, you know, kudos to you for, for exploring that and setting that, that example. Thank you. Yeah, no, um, it's definitely... It, yeah, it's definitely rewarding. And I, I follow along other moms. Like I have um, a lot of injector friends that have kids and that's what inspires me. I see them out there and hu- going out there and hustling and juggling their family life and doing so well at it. And I'm just kind of like following in their footsteps. I, I always, we always like sit and have a glass of wine at the end of the day and, and exchange our stories. And that's what keeps me going, knowing that other women are going through the same thing and they're killing it in their job. And also a fabulous injector and happy at their job. And it, it makes me happy and it keeps me going. So it's definitely a little tribe out here, which I like, and kind of like what you said earlier, we we are all injectors in the same area, but we're all really good friends Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's helpful. And we also like share ideas. And, um, if we don't know what to do with a, a certain something with the patient, we all, we're texting each other. Hey, do you have this laser? Hey, this is going to be what's, you know, the best right. for the patient. And that helps. 
That really helps. And that's very hard to find. And I feel like once you do find that in your career, especially with nurses where it's the majority of it is women, um, don't, don't lose that, you know, keep that going, uh, fuel, fuel that fire because that's really hard to get very, very hard to get. It is hard to get. And it has, it has gotten better over the years. I feel, um, I've been doing this now for a good decade and, um, it, in the earlier years, it was about, you know, who had kind of the, you know, the, the, the following and who had the expertise and does she want to share? And I feel like nowadays it does seem to be a little bit more about like just paying it forward, helping, yes. helping each other grow. Um, Marissa, you have some, Marissa's been with us, uh, you know, working. In fact, she, her first job was at, you know, at the college you worked at. Yeah. Years and years ago, and she's been a you know stellar injector now for what almost 10 years. Yeah, it'll be I'm coming up on my 10th year. So Patty hired me when I was brand new, just so eager to get into the industry and tried interviewing everywhere. And but she so Clology had a different owner the year prior, and I interviewed there, didn't get a call back, and then I saw that there was another ad. So I went back and she gave me she gave me a chance, and here I am 10 years later. Um, I went off and um, was working at a dermatology office for a long time, had a few different jobs, but we're back together working again. And she's, she's great. We have a great thing going. I've been in that situation too. I've been at offices where it was really um, toxic and it was um, really got me down and thought that this wasn't for me. I was thinking about, okay, what else could I do with my career? Cause maybe this isn't what I want to do, but it was the environment that I was in. It was the, um, gosh, the politics, the drama, just all of that. But to, and I think a lot of injectors are, they have to experience it for themselves. And, uh, you know, we, we can say that there are offices out there and teams you can work with that aren't toxic, that there's, there's no drama and it's supportive Mm -hmm. and it's community. Um, But I've seen it. um, I hear about it and it's, it, I guess it's, it's bound to happen because it's such a lucrative industry. Yes. Yeah, same. Yeah. Been in it, lived it. Finally found my my own little piece of happiness, and I'm like, I'm not going anywhere because this is it's extremely hard to find. I feel like in the industry, um, especially in maybe in the Westlake LA area, I'm not I'm not really sure, but yeah, it's it's hard. But I don't want anyone to settle. So I always tell the new nurses coming in, just like you said, like know that there is a there is a place for you, and there is an, an office or a setting that will support you and back you up and it's going to be your network uh, and and it's important to have in our industry and even in the emergency room as well because you need to have other nurses that have your back because sometimes things are going to go haywire and you need to be able to turn to your friend to your colleague and someone that's going to you know be there for you and be like hey what can can you help me in this situation please and um it's important really important to have really important to have. Another thing is too, what I, what I found difficult in previous offices is sometimes I like a second opinion. Sometimes I don't have the best eye for a patient and I, and I can, I realize that. And I'm like, I know another person in here that I've seen them inject that would be better. I want to do mind if I have them step in and put another set of eyes on you just to give them just so I can see what they would say about your face before I inject and make sure I, you know, I'm, I'm seeing the correct thing for you because I want everyone to be happy and a lot of patients love that, that I do that. And once again, it took, um, it took me a while to find people that were 
mm-hmm. okay with a second opinion that wouldn't step on my feet and say something behind my back afterwards, like, oh, you're not confident what in what you do. And I'm like, no, I am, but I just think you have a great eye when you're addressing X, Y, and Z, and I value your opinion. So that would that was hard to find too. So just like don't give up and it's always just nice to have a, a bestie in the in your area. Feel that good and bad, you know. And I think you two have definitely found each other. And it sounds like you guys have a great environment where you guys are at. And I, I love to see that because it's hard to find and you feel at home when you have that. You love work. And we should all love to go to work because we have kids and family at home that also need our time and attention. So we need to make sure we're happy with, you know, once we step out of our family life to give our time and attention to somebody else. So. And we do, yeah, we, we do try to always um, bounce ideas off each other and talk and collaborate and plan. You know, we both, our, our common thread is that we're both all about um, helping other people succeed as well. And so we always come back to that. You know, I think that that's the the common thread that, you know, you got to find is like, what is it that really motivates you mm-hmm. and helps you um, just kind of get up in that in the morning when things are like maybe crazier and, and go for it. Mm-hmm. And it is really building those opportunities for, you know, the community in itself to grow, um, especially helping women. That's a huge one for me. Um, Marissa is one of, one of the best trainers I've ever seen. She really does take these, um, these newer nurses right under her wing and helps them grow, encourages them, even when they're not doing their best, um, reprimands, you know, the right way. And so I feel like that nurturing environment is so essential. Um, in, in, you know, echoing what you're saying, because, um, the other part of this is that you can really, really, you know, screw up and, you can botch somebody, you can, you know, yeah. and if you don't have that, oh, it's frightening. It's scary. It's scary. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you have an employer or even a, a manager or, or even a head nurse, you know, or doctor that is going to throw you under the bus, which yeah. happens. A I lot. know. I know. So, yeah, I definitely, I mean, if anything, that was actually my next question for you, Tenry, was like, what would you recommend to um, new aesthetic nurses, nurses that are wanting to cross into over into aesthetics? And you really answer that because um, I feel like it is such a, a need to have that community and that network around you that is going to, to help you not, not lose your license at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't, don't settle. Right. Yeah find, keep, keep searching and find an office that is going to fit you best and support you the best. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's hard to find it's you're working with women and all different ages. And, but I think people need to switch their, their outlook on, on things. And, um, this is, we're not, we're not competing, right. We're supporting, you know, and at the end of the day, it's patient safety. That's, that's really, and we want the patient to be happy and healthy and safe. And if it takes two nurses, if it takes an office manager and a nurse to do that, then we do that. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're, we're all here in the office to do. So that's how I, that's how I run. I run my company. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've, I'm just really, I always told myself if I were to run a, a female dominant uh, place, 
with all the mixes of personality that that is that is my my number one goal is to everyone we all work together you know and right. we all are here to support each other and there's no there's no tattling on on somebody it's it's uh we all come in and talk about it together you know and and figure it out so yeah it's just it's worked so far and it's actually made everyone closer and we all you know and we all know where everyone's at and so very cool very cool that you've been able to build that kind of culture around your business too because um that just it sets the bar it really does for you know all of us to continuously work harder at trying to make sure that you know, at the end of the day, I would say, you know, they're not coming in, the clients aren't coming in to see the doctors, the doctors most of the time aren't even on site. They're not coming in to see the managers and the support staff, they're coming in to see the nurses and the practitioners and the people that are actually doing treatments on them. Mm -hmm. And that need to like, remember that is, I feel also a big piece of the puzzle because um, it's, you guys are doing the, the actual heavy lifting mm -hmm. in many cases, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well, what do you, um, what do you foresee um, coming up? What's coming up in the future? <laughs> oh, God. Um, we have a fun year coming up. Um, like I was talking about earlier, my dad and I are right now uh, speaking with a chemist about designing um, a, a, a few, a, a line, but we're also kind of getting into some like gut health and supplements mm and um treating the inside and as also uh, as well as the outside and so we have that going on um i just i i want to um get a little bit more into educating um everybody about just like natural beauty like we love botox and fillers and stuff but we we so, some people are starting to get a little bit um too fluffy <laughs> yeah and it's getting a little distorted and and probably, yeah and I'm, I'm like where where is this going this is like yeah, not, it's an, epi not, an epidemic it is and it's scaring me and I don't want my patients to look like that in 30 years because you know once you get a patient they're pretty much a lifer yeah you gotta go go slow with what you're with what you're doing and I always address the skin first and then we get a little Botox, a little filler. So I just kind of want to try, I'm trying to break that mold of let's plump everything up and um, not really doing a good job at it. Cause I feel like they're, I'm fighting social media. People are coming in with photos. And oh, don't you love that? <laughs> yeah. And the filters are throwing everyone off and um, they know more these days than yes. Aren't we? Yeah. And just like you girls are naturally so beautiful and it's so refreshing to see because you guys are also in this industry and just keeping it like that and honest and, you know, beautiful, strong, natural looking women is, is, is what we want. So that, that's my goal this year. And, you know, just simple. And there's nothing, not, not a whole lot to it. So, but working with my dad's going to be fun. I've been waiting a long time for him to slow down at the hospital and it's finally coming, coming to that. And we're really going to hit the ground running within the next month or so to develop some really fun stuff. So that is so awesome. Can't wait to, to learn all about it. What, how can folks find you? Um, you can find me at star injections on my Instagram and also at star med spa. And, um, that's it for now. I don't really have like a whole lot of outlets that I, that I do. I do have a website, starmedspa.com that it shows you all of our services and stuff. And also the grounds that we're at, because it's a beautiful 
it facility. Yeah, they they have wine tasting there. They have the pool. So whenever you come mm -hmm. get a treatment at Star Med Spa, you get to spend the day at the spa. So you get to check in, get your robe, hang out by the pool, order drinks, healthy bites, Love come in, get your Botox fillers or microneedling or lasers. Go back out. Just you know, you get to enjoy yourself. And the the pool area is beautiful. It's like this. Tuscany kind of like French vibe. It's mm. it's so relaxing. So um definitely be coming out to visit. You yeah. really need to come out to visit. It's yeah, come out together. It's just so fun, you know. Spend a day there. Easy to spend a day there. Our old stomping grounds go over and go. Yeah, I grew up, I grew up out there. I uh, <laughs> oh. I grew up, yeah, I grew up in Thousand Oaks and my parents are still there. So okay, so you know oh, stuff. My old, yeah, my old, yeah, yeah, old stomping grounds for sure. <laughs> oh, fun, yes. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Tenley. This was such a treat to be able to catch up and hear all the great things you're doing. We will be definitely watching your stories and your journey from this point forward. Thank you, girls. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Have an amazing day. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.